Hi, friend. My name is Amy Joy, and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. In the middle of the feast, I received a beautiful message from one of my friends, and she said, I find myself afraid to dream with God. And this came out of nowhere for her. She was not pursuing this particular line of thought. But she said, I find myself afraid to desire or want anything that somehow, as soon as I voice expression to my desires, they'll be squashed or taken away, or that those dreams and desires would be considered selfish, that it is wrong to want anything other than, quote unquote, God's will. And this is such a beautiful acknowledgement. I think I had my own moment back in 2017 where I was reading through Andy Mason's dream culture, and he talked about dreaming with Jesus, and he recommended that you write down your hundred dreams, and at the time, I was like, okay, okay, you know, I, if you're reading something and it's kind of a how-to book, you want to really use the gifts that are given, and he had said you can use or write down places you want to go, things you want to learn whatever, positions or promotions you'd like to earn, and so forth. And so I started writing, and I got through six countries that I wanted to visit, probably Switzerland and Israel, I don't even remember now. And then I stopped writing, and I was like, okay, I'm good, I'm good. And I thought, with a little bit of uh, smug self-satisfaction, I must be the most content person on the face of the planet. And then there was this little nudge from the Lord, like, is that actually contentment or is that complacency? And for me, it was, it was an interesting moment because even now that I say that, I'm not sure that it was complacency. I think like my friend, there had been different reversals in my life, different setbacks that in truth made me a little bit afraid to want to dream with Jesus, that kind of like, yeah, I went down that road and it didn't work out very well. There was a lot of pain, not my favorite thing. How about if we just keep the status quo going? And so it was interesting then over the next months and years to say, no, there actually are things that just make me happy. And it's not like I will be eternally discontented if I never learn to speak Hebrew. But The reality is, if that seems like a fun thing to spend some time on instead of, I don't know what other people do, watch television or something, then go ahead and practice Hebrew, Amy. That's fine. Or to say, there are certain things I would like to learn, and I don't need to learn them today. But at some point, I think it would be awesome to know more about the Psalms of Ascent, let's say. Or I would really like to write a book about the major characters in the scriptures. Okay, and all of these sound very holy, so I need to think of some examples from my own life that are maybe a little bit less holy. Um, it could be that one of the places I wanted to go was Amsterdam in order to meet the, to eat the pastries. Okay, well, yep, I did that this last summer. Literally, because when I sat and said, Lord, you told me to take a vacation. What sounds fun? I want to eat European pastries. Like that's my only requirement. Although if I could also have internet 
and maybe see some good art, that would also make me happy. And so uh, the point is not like, here is Amy with all of her really holy desires, like learn Hebrew and write books about Bible characters. The point is, what are the things that actually just sound awesome to you? There was one, I had a agricultural, um, I don't know, a consultant come at one point. And one of the ideas that he had was that you plant about 120 saplings in a 40 foot diameter space, one foot apart. And then as they grow, uh, it, it was a specific type. I don't remember which type, but as they grow, they all grow together and you end up with this kind of uh, Christopher Robin home, like a poo corner kind of a place, and then use that for agritourism. Well, that is actually kind of awesome. I Do I think that will ever happen? Do I actually want to run an agritourism business? Not really, but from a sheer standpoint of like, that's a cool idea. That could go on that dreams category. And why? Because and then, I mean, at some point you can kind of analyze the dreams with Jesus and say, what is it that appeals to me about that? Well, I've never spent the night in a Winnie the Pooh house, you know, and there's a part where I'm kind of curious, like practically, what would that take? What do you do if one of the trees dies and the other 119 are still alive? That's a bummer. Anyway, these are the kinds of things that I think about. But the point is that we live our lives and yet there are things that actually light us up. And whether that's because of our personality or because of our giftings or just because the Lord actually makes each of us unique, it's okay to voice those things. I was thinking about this with my own children. I have five boys and they are radically different. (laughs) Just like anybody else's children. Like you think, how are you all from the same womb? This doesn't even make sense. And, and so there's a part where I delight in the fact that my children are different. I delight in the fact that they have different interests. And it's not because I think, oh good, those interests are going to serve the Lord and his kingdom in greater measure. Do I hope that they use them for that purpose? Absolutely. But I delight in their individuality. I delight in the fact that they express themselves in unique and creative ways, that they have unique vocabulary, that if they were to choose which books to listen to, some of them would be the same, like maybe four of the five would listen to similar books. The fifth would be totally different, but they wouldn't listen to all the same books. There's some variation within that. And so (laughs) the point here is that I think actually there's something very healthy about expressing dreams to Jesus and even saying, you know what, what is it? The righteous man falls down seven times, but rises again or something like that. Like if you have sustained setbacks in your life, then get up and keep going. (laughs) And in some ways it's not like for me, okay, so everything around the farm died. That was really a bummer. So I am really thankful that the Lord didn't say like, okay, stand up and now keep on trying to be a farmer. That might be a dream for one of my children. It might not be. I actually don't know. But I am grateful that I get to keep, like I get to stand up and then keep going, but maybe pursuing a slightly different dream. (laughs) And maybe asking the Lord, like, what was it about that original dream that did light me up? And how can I exercise that 
in a new and different way in my life as it is now. Okay, so Jesus, I thank you that you put a different facet or different collection of facets in each of us. I ask, Lord, that we would celebrate what you have given to us and that we would use it for your glory. We love you, Lord. Amen.